Uh, hello, Geekscape. Uh, this is James, or as everyone will know me, as Jiminy Cricket on the forums. Just leaving a voice message on the Super Duper Geekscape message thing. Say hello. And, uh, keep up the good work with the show. And Brian Gilmore is really creepy. And he only gets mad about it, you know it's true. Okay, that's all I've got to say. Bye bye. Hi, Geekscape. It's Zim. Sandstone. You, you know I love you, right? You, you know I, I never, ever meant to say anything that would hurt you, right? Because, I don't know, she's just messed up right now. And the way you threw things when you left, you know, it made me think you didn't want to be with me anymore. And I just wanted you to know that I love you. And if I say anything to hurt you, you know, I didn't, I didn't mean it. It was more of a reaction, you know. You, things you said weren't right either. That, that was messed up. But you know what? It's not about you. It's about me. And I love you, so call me back, okay? Okay? Okay, Steve? Call me back. My phone will be on. I love you. Bye. Geekscapist, welcome to episode. What are you laughing about, Brian? <laughs> Nothing, Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Geekscapist. Welcome to episode 104. Uh, this is Geekscape, the weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast. I'm joined every week by a guest co-host. Uh, this week it's Zach Haddad. He's a good buddy of ours from Film Threat. Now he's just a Geekscape regular. I mean, I where do your loyalties lie? I, I don't know. I think uh, I'm getting close to getting inducted into the, the Geekscape lineup if I haven't already. Do I have to kill somebody? Or what sure. exactly? I, I just gave you a Roman helmet. Yeah. Can you come over here and give uh, Zach Kadad <laughs> a Roman helmet? Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know who, what a Roman helmet is, we're not going to answer it here. Uh, do you I'm, know? There's, there's yes. Wikipedia. I'm there. Jonathan London, your host, and I'm sorry that we weren't here last week. Uh, I was filming, and uh, over the like a nine-day period, and it just wasn't going to happen. You know, uh, we we had twelve-hour days. Zach joined us for two of them, only because I I, I called you and I go, hey man, could you possibly right. help us yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was fun. I had, I had a blast. I hadn't worked on a set in a while. I think since like Game Over, that movie. Yeah, your your, your student, your thesis, right? Which, which I think is awesome. When are, when is the audience going to be able to watch Game Over? Uh, it's already been screened. Uh, right. Brian actually came to the screening, but hopefully I could get it into more. Um, Film festivals coming up here soon. Okay. I, I tweaked a couple things with the fight scene, so I just wanted to make sure I, I switched a couple things around before I started getting it out there. Ultimately, though, I, I don't know what I'm going to do after I get into festivals. Sure. So, 
right now. Are you just going like without a box.com and just like checking as many film festivals as you can? Yeah. That is how I racked up like credit card debt on Game It On, and I don't regret it because, you know, you, it gets you out there, it gets you like your first couple of gigs, you know, but. But it's dangerous, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so easy to check a box and then see a receipt later, you know what I mean? And just submit, 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 submit. But the numbers game, man, you got to play it. Yeah. Um, I, I use Chris Gore, who's kind of like my my human without a box. Yeah. Because he wrote that book or whatever, so he's oh, like, yeah. send it to these festivals and so. Yeah, some of them are good, and some of them you show up, and it's like, why did I spend forty dollars? When these guys are only going to rent like a broken down theater and play it off a laptop, exactly. which is tough. Um, but hey, film festivals get started somewhere. Um, Sundance is going on right now. We have uh, a correspondent there. He's going to be writing up an article that's going to be on the site this week, reviewing some movies. So as far as film festivals go, we're not skipping the biggest one. We just aren't there because I was working. Um, because I have $10 And because Gilmore <laughs> has $10 Gilmore, why do you only have $10 to your name? What, what, what happened? I mean, you were Last we saw you, you were a working man You, um nope, well, that up, li- Life was awesome No you, more Now, did you give You gave up life as a working man Or did working give up you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the company I used to work for Went under completely Gilmore is a victim of the current economic crisis in this country and around the world. And so everyone lost their jobs, and uh, I'm still waiting for unemployment to come in. Uh, and uh, all the and I had some freelance stuff that I was doing still hasn't come in to the point where um, oh it's all just debt. And I have like so basically I'm I'm expecting like a few grand to come in, and when they come in at the end of this week, it's basically gonna instantaneously evaporate and leave me with twenty bucks again. Yeah, because you just gotta pay off everything. Every, every day. Oh, I just, oh my it's god! It's horrible, horrible. But um, life can suck. But yeah, sometimes. I have ten dollars though, and I've had these ten dollars for a week and a half, and I'm becoming kind of attached to them. Could, could you <laughs> do you want to frame for it? Eventually, like, I think I will. I think. Let's let's see how long you can hold on those ten dollars. I know. Yeah, I will. I want to see how long I can go and without these $10 without taking into other things. Like, friends are taking me out to meals. Um, everything that I've ever bought for my kitchen is being eaten right now. So, like, all this, like, two-year-old, like, Annie's macaroni and cheese. Like, any of the, any of the ramen you Yeah, you were making there. ramen the other day. You might I spend $10 on the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. No, oh, but you don't have health insurance. Oh, no. I will be spending $10,000 to the doctor just cut, to get Cut checked. to Gilmore later and I just squeezing out ketchup containers. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, I got to the point he's where... Sprink- <laughs> he's like putting ketchup on ants and eating them. I got to the point where actually I had, um, I, I had some pizza leftovers uh, from like the weekend. And last night I was eating them and I, I started putting it in my mouth and I'm like... Do I really need this right now? Mm-hmm. Or could this be lunch tomorrow? Oh, like, Gilmore. Oh. All right, and I closed it up. Had it for lunch today. It was stale but delicious. Gilmore, you're like a little vagrant. Right now, yeah, totally. I just want to give you a hug right now. Gilmore, I, I want to give you a hug, but you probably smell like shit because your water's been turned off. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's great. I have all my bills. What? Can we give him the paella? Gilmore, what are you doing for dinner tonight? Um... Uh, probably sleeping. Would you like to eat some food here? I would. Okay. I actually would really. And and, and because in Gilmore, Laura bought sandwich fixings, um, and I was working all last week, so I didn't get to make sandwiches because we were eating on set. If you want to come over tomorrow and eat sandwiches with me, you can do that. We can. I will we so can, eat sandwiches. We can watch a movie and eat sandwiches I together. All I, have left, hands. all I have left is Easy Mac. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Let, let him do this. Let him earn Let's his food. Let's do the show. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Earn your. 
thank you. Now, Gil, Gil, what I'm worried about is that everybody complains about you talking in the episode. Now your stomach's going to be talking throughout the episode. Actually, I've, like, I've lost like a considerable. Yeah, we're talking about. Pull, pull your shirt up. Let's see your abs. Ooh. You, no, 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 no! Don't suck in. Don't suck in. Okay. Let, let it go. Relax. Just <sighs> shake it out. Shake it out. That's Gilmore. I'm fucking worried about you, man. Right? You might this, have a tapeworm. This looks good. <laughs> Come on, come stand in front of the. Look at, that. Sure. That's, that's look at him, look sweetie. At look at it, something. Sweetie, he doesn't have that little fucking. Pu- Dude, I'm worried about him, man. That's, that's good. He might have a tapeworm. Like, no, it feels like, good. Just standard, like, little Ethiopian yeah, I'm gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, it's just gonna be just gas. All right, and the bacteria. Well, that's the rest of our listeners. So, what do you want to talk about now? Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, uh, <laughs> we're worried about you. If any of you out there want to adopt a Gilmore. Um, Please find help for yourself. That's probably like that's. I just touched his belly. It's pretty. Did you do that? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I can't, you even, can't even feel it. I can't even yeah. feel things <laughs> anymore. So. Oh Jesus! That's... Might eat your fucking finger. <laughs> <laughs> um. So guys, Geekscape. We got to talk about movies. Uh, Let's do it. Zach and I went off with my brother and Laura to see a movie that I, I wasn't going to see originally <laughs> until it started getting Me a lot either. of good reviews. I wasn't planning on seeing my bloody Valentine in 3D. I thought that it looked horrible and the reviews said that the movie was fun so seeing a lot of the positive feedback on it I said you know what I might give this this movie my ten dollars plus it's 3D I had some worries about how the movie had been marketed because there's one commercial running on TV that I thought (laughs) was ridiculous and it says it shows all these slasher shots from the movie the movie is about a mining town where there is a cave-in in which they blame the um mine owner's son and trapping a bunch of miners in there six of them five die there's one left who supposedly killed the other five so that he had enough air yeah once he's rescued this is all told in the opening credits of the newspaper once he's uh rescued he's crazy and he's in a coma right right and once he wakens from the hospital he's uh he goes on like a killing spree the sheriff of the town is played by tom atkins who we all know from halloween 3 season of the witch uh (laughs) and um and so so this guy goes on a which is hilarious tom motherfucking atkins who's the man and so he goes on this killing spree uh, once he awakens from the coma and uh he targets the mine owner's son Right, who's friends with Kerr Smith from Dawson's Creek, and uh, Jamie King, who we interviewed on Geekscape, and is cool. Uh, and they they managed to escape from this crazy guy. Right. And the the mine collapses again. You don't really see the guy die. He gets you know run off he by the sheriff. Off, yeah. Flash forward ten years. Kerr Smith. Kerr Smith's character is now with Jamie King. Everyone looks. Everyone looks pretty, pretty much the same, yeah, except for a couple wrinkles no and facial hair. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and and the, the 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 mine owner's son, played by the dude from uh, Jensen Ackles, Jensen Ackles, Ackles, from Ackles. From, uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. He comes back into town to sell the mine, and guess what? Ten years later, weekend of Valentine's, people start dying again, but they're dying in 3D. Um, There's a 3D sex scene. I, I there's 3D boobies bouncing 3D around. There's boobies. 3D fucking meat curtains running around. Yeah, that's... Meat curtains. You saw her it was with JJ. Nice. It was nice. It was not curtains, John. Okay, Thank it wasn't you. curtains. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> curtains. Um, Laura knows the difference between curtains and nice. Yeah, no, I mean, you don't get up in there, but... Uh, the movie was the, the movie was good, and you know you know who she's having uh, sex with in that scene? Todd Farmer, the guy who wrote Jason X. I did not know. I that. talked to him at a, a Comic Con. Really nice guy. He's the bald guy. Uh, so guys, the movie straight up is fun. I really enjoyed the movie. Is it's it blessed. is it great? 
Guys, it's a pretty it's a, fun slasher movie as far as slasher movies go. Right. It has a lot of shout outs like uh, like Todd Farmer's cameo and having Tom Atkins in it. You know, he's the guy I can't even tell you how these people die because I think the deaths are pretty much fun. Uh, and then the dude who plays Locke's yeah, father. Dude who plays Locke's right. father. Yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. it? I was like, from Lost? I, I've seen him in something recently. Yeah, I totally That's forgot. the first thing. I'm like, oh, Locke's dead. <laughs> yeah, oh, Roadhouse. Laurel, yeah, and he's from Roadhouse, of course. Um, so the movie's a lot of fun if you guys are looking for a horror movie that's fun and in 3D. I think that they did a really good job with the 3D. It, was, it wasn't totally gimmicky. You it was know? the best 3D I've ever seen. Because, well, te- the technology's great. The technology's awesome, but we've had a lot of the 3D movies recently. We had like Beowulf, Bolt, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, and yeah, but uh, it wasn't like look at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there are a couple shots where people are pointing guns at you and stuff like that, but they're not doing it unnaturally. They're they're literally looking for a motherfucker to shoot. They're not looking at the audience. It's practical. It's so it's done really well. Uh, the deaths are awesome. Uh, if, this is really kind of the movie that you want If you have a lazy matinee Sunday Right You know what I mean You just want to see a silly movie And have a lot of fun with your friends This is what you want to watch What you thought you were going to do When you walked into Punisher Warzone You're actually getting here That's what I was going to say Is that Lionsgate's been kind of weird recently Because this was a Lionsgate movie yeah, Wasn't it? Yeah. The they, yeah We've got Spirit, Punisher All these just terrible <sighs> movies And something that Yeah it wasn't like the greatest thing ever But it was it was fun A little escape It was bad it was oh of course well, it's yeah. bad but in that way that it's a you know what they did they hired people who worked within the genre to make it it's like you watch the spirit you watch Punisher Warzone you watch these genre movies mm. it feels like they went outside of you know like with with Punisher Warzone they got a director who's she didn't have, she hasn't done a, a crime movie she hasn't done like a street level crime movie so she does Punisher and and, and I don't know if the the character really worked. With the spirit, you get a first-time director who knows visual storytelling on a flat panel, but has no sense of pacing. So you get a movie like The Spirit, where the pacing is just non-existent, and you're watching what seems to be an experimental film. With this movie, they went to horror people, written by horror people, directed by horror people, throwing this new technology to give it that little extra bump, and you end up with a really enjoyable movie. Despite its storytelling faults, which and Jensen Ackles, which, which, which you forget, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, on top of Jensen Ackles, you get uh, that Frenchie. The, Frenchie. There's was a shot of a motel, and Lewis, this, uh, this Rufus-looking Frenchie is coming straight to freaking camera, and it's like, wow, that is one of the best shots ever on 3D. Which brings me back to my first complaint about why I may not have seen this movie. The commercial is ridiculous. They hype up the 3D throughout the entire ad campaign for this movie, and the commercial on TV goes, If you're a fan of 3D. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, this is a slasher film. Uh, what that commercial should have said is, If you're a fan of 3D, you're 10 years old. <laughs> because the only movies that you... Spy Kids? Yeah, you've Bolt, seen Spy Bolt, Kids, Bolt, H- Hannah, Hannah Montana, Journey to the Center Soon to be Coraline Maybe the on. only movie That was fit for you If you're older Is Beowulf And that's PG-13 So it's like Who are you mar- Like wait fan- <laughs> If you're a fan of 3D movies You're not old enough To see this movie That we're making uh, yeah, Every time I saw That commercial on TV I thought it was ridiculous um, Luckily the movie Is ridiculous But with a lot Of redeeming attributes I couldn't believe That, that was their catchphrase You love 3D <laughs> Where the hell have you been? Like, 
Jaws 3D. Are you, are you with me, though, that Jensen Ackles, whenever he said more than a few words at a time, it felt like you were watching a movie in a movie that was making fun of horror movies? Okay, I can see that. I, just... I can't get out of this voice. This is his regular oh. voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I it's a little much. He's a good-looking kid. He's a, he, he's, a kid. he's a cool actor. Kara Smith is, is a good kid. You know, out of the Dawson's crowd, he's the one that I... You know, I'm like, okay, cool. At least, you know, he did... Uh, he did what was the one where they're going down the list of uh, killing people with Devin Sawa what was the name of that movie uh, Final, Destination. Final Destination oh yeah he was in you that know, that's so right I mean, yeah. the, you know I think Casper? he's cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Jamie King she's cool so I did not mind this movie one Supernatural's bit Supernatural's good I actually really really enjoyed it I've only seen movie. one episode of Supernatural ever so I, I really can't And it's cool I'm, I'm with you I've seen one episode I went to the um, Paley Festival When they did Supernatural And they showed an episode Before they were like Had like a talk With all the creators And people And I, I thought it was really cool Yeah it's fine You know It's a cool show I can see why people are into it um, We gotta talk about shows That people are into mm. um, Today uh, I was working with an, uh, an actor This guy Eric Youngman And um, He's been in What's Eric been in? He's been in not another teen movie, Varsity Blues, uh, and I and I, you know, he's in this project. And um, we were talking about Battlestar Galactica. This is my DP, Matt Matthew Rudenbug, from South, the guy from South Africa. He's all about. Um, Can we switch your mic over to the other side? Yeah. Uh, the other nipple. Yeah, I'm getting. All, I'm getting Hold all his breathing. What do, you, what do you need over here? Do you like yeah, that? Yeah, just something sexy. where it's less cavernous. He's having the Ian thing where it kind of goes into his chest when he puts his arms He's ripped, bro. Yeah. There you go. You like um, that? And, and, and <laughs> so, so, uh, so Matt and I are talking about this new Battlestar Galactic episode because Battlestar is back and they have the Battlestar Galactic of the final episodes. And Battlestar Galactica, spoiler warning, next 12 minutes. Got nine when more. we last saw the Battlestar crew, they and the Cylons had joined forces to discover Earth, and they landed on Earth together only to find an, a barren, ashen wasteland of the 13th colony. The 13th colony is not there. It doesn't look like they've been there for some time. Um, they just find ruins, right? Mm -hmm. And some skeletons. So this is the super-hyped return of Battlestar Galactica. You let me know if his mic's okay. Is his mic yeah, all right? Just what, what do you think? Let's just put it high. Just put it high? Okay, okay. Like I always this? present difficulties when I come on the show. Yeah, it's you and Ian. It's just the chest. You guys have a chest. And the, 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 it's the hair of the yeah. chest. Um, just enjoyable. So this was pretty hyped. We, we had ads on Geekscape for this. Um, we were all about the Battlestar Galactica. You know what? I'm looking forward to a show that's ending because I feel like they're going to get their storytelling in order and start clicking at it. Right. But what I told Eric, I asked Eric, I said, dude, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? And he goes, haven't seen any Eric of it. Eric Diaz? No, Eric, who was acting for us today. And uh, he said that he hasn't seen any, and I recommended him this. This is what I recommended to him. Watch the first two seasons, and then just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> then just walk away, because I really feel like this is a show in decline, and this new episode hasn't... It's just a continuation of the decline. Uh, some people really like this episode. I think Kramer Tron from our forums loves the episode. I liked it. Episode 14 it. of season 4 did not do anything for me whatsoever. Ooh, but you were also in the same camp saying that nothing really happened in like the first... Like, you didn't like it for a stretch where everyone else did. Yeah, season 4, it just... Well, Zach likes, liked the episode 14. He, he did like the episode 14. What did you not like about and, it? And, and let me just tell you what happens. They find out that the, the planets are radiated, the 13th colony destroyed themselves, 
2,000 years earlier in nuclear wasteland, right? In a nuclear war. Um, among the, I'm getting to that, Laura. What? Uh, among oh, the, uh, oh, among yeah, the yeah, bones, yeah, among the bones, they're Cylons. 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 They find centurion type helmets that are a little different, and they find out that the bones are Cylon bones. The thirteenth colony was made up of Cylons, similar to the kind of Cylons that are like Admiral Ty, uh, Skin jobs. Tyrell. Skin jobs. They have they have jobs. these flashbacks of what happened before. So they were you know the four that were revealed. You had Tyrell. You had uh, Tyrell. Uh, Ty Tyrell. 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 You got you got Tyrell. You got Ty. You've got what's the basketball player? Anders. Anders. Yeah, <laughs> <basketball> <laughs> it still looks like basketball to me. Yeah, I don't does, yeah. make it, you know, you know, and the, make it pyramid, it's still basketball. Uh, and then the Indian chick, right? What is her name? I forget. Uh, I, call her, I call her Dirty Skank. There you go, she is. Because her character is dirty. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so you got those four people. And racist. And Taro finds out, he's like walking along a wall and he realizes... He sees this action outline, and he realizes, "Oh my God, this is this was me. I got nuked against this wall, and then brought back to life in this body." And it's like, "Ho hum, okay, cool, whatever." You also find out Starbuck finds her crash-landed corpse. Yeah, they, that's, big. that's big. At, at that was of, one of the parts of the episode I liked. Yeah, because it, it reminded it me of Luke going into the tree in Empire and seeing like himself. Oh, was it like all metaphorical like that? Yeah. Or was it well, like she's a Cylon? No, no. She finds a torched like, corpse the, the, the in the beacon. Remember the Remember? beacon at the end of yeah, season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the beacon they found is her ship. And her her and Leoban go out there and, and find her body. And she burns it like Luke in Jedi burns Vader. So just to finish that up. Um, you Pretty also epic. have uh, D. You remember Ooh. how D was married to uh, Apollo for quite some time, like in season two, three? Yeah, is it the black chick? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what's going to happen to D the second that before the episode you see this previously on Battlestar Galactica, and a character that you haven't seen in a long time shows up. Introducing you know what's going to happen. They're going to gonna die. It's like Kaylee when she got flushed out of the uh, airlock. We hadn't seen her in like ep in like. Episodes and I'm all so of a sudden you see this Those. previously on Battlestar Galactica. We have a kid together. Oh, you're gonna die this episode. <laughs> well, she she is hardest hit by this, you know, destruction of Earth, because that's what that's what they were looking forward to the whole season or the whole series is finding Earth. They find it, it's nothing. But I still don't get. <sighs> Oh, yeah. yeah, really. She, she just she just ran a date with uh, Apollo, and we're spoiling like, everything because yeah. this episode didn't work for me on every level. But I I don't. Who cares? You found a planet. Thank you. You found a planet. Well, exactly. they can't live there. Oh, so they know that they can't. They, they gotta keep there. moving. Oh, okay, that sucks. No, okay, that's fine. But what do you do? You know, if you're a storyteller and your job is to tell television stories and you're working with a visual medium, I don't see how Battlestar Galactica... I think the reason it's successful is because people enjoyed the first two and a half seasons. Which were about? Which were about a physical struggle. Okay. Cylons are chasing us. They want to kill us. And there are Let's no try Cylons and find Earth. Them. That is a physical struggle and a physical threat, right? Right. There are Cylons among us. There are Cylons chasing us. It's physical. There are ships. There are ship battles. There are space battles. This is all physical stuff. Now we've gotten into a phase with Battlestar Galactica. Well, all the uh, where all the struggles are internal. You know what I mean? There's no physical threats. The Cylons and the humans get along. Um. 
But they're, for like what, like two episodes they're so They're going far? to go accept it. Well, well, you should have the other Cylons that are The Cylons even... aren't, well, where the hell are they? Exactly. And on top of that, you know, this whole thing with D, that's all an internal struggle. You know what I mean? And it's fine. This is all too much character, you know, internal character work. And I'm not getting too entertained by it. You know what I mean? Because there's no representation of it. You know what I mean? Like, like you, if you see a really successful TV show that has successful storytelling or any visual medium, um, the Joker is a representation of something metaphorically to the inside of Batman. But right? it's still it's, cha- it's chaos versus discipline. But stuff's still happening in the physical. And it's physical. Okay. Right. It's a physical representation of what the internal struggle that he has. You know what I mean? Right. Throughout the Dark Knight, Batman is thinking, I'm going to give up the cow, right? The Joker is someone who has given himself up to that kind of abandon, right? Has no social responsibility. Batman's struggling with social responsibility. The Joker is the physical embodiment of Batman's inner struggle. That's why the Dark Knight works. You see what I'm saying? Right. These are things that you need. If Battlestar Galactica is about your inner humanity, the fact that they're being chased and killed by robots is the metaphor you need to shed light on, you know, Struggle with your own humanity. But what about now the fact that that's that they not, get, now it's not a physical struggle but anymore? But what about Who the fact cares? that they get to a planet that they've now found out is a robot planet, and they found that the robots okay. have killed themselves? So what do you where do you go from there? As a storyteller, like <laughs> like where do you go from there? Did they actually find out that the robots killed themselves? I don't they knew, they, yeah, they they, yeah. they well, they, nuclear they, war. They, I assumed if war. it was a planet. Of well, the, the, the thing is, so I like, thought that maybe one of the other planets had nuked them. Was I watched this like at 3 o'clock in the morning. I guess no. I didn't grab well, it. Are there other planets? Well, I didn't know. I watched this in the middle of the afternoon. I still managed to fall asleep several times. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I assume the 13th but colony is Earth, right? Yeah, it so is there Earth. there are no other planets. No. I thought there It's were, not like we're being attacked yeah, by Earth. Martians. It's I guess Earth. Not. There you go. Now, I would like that. I would like something else to show itself as a physical threat. Even if like... Let's say the rest of the series is about unity or silent human- humanity like... Persevering and moving on from their dream, and see, okay, I read that I read a, like a full discussion with the producers and the writers, and they were like, "Well, we thought it was interesting to take away someone's dream and then see what they do. Like, what do you do once you, everything you stri- like strive for is gone?" And uh, I have no problems with that as a story, but how do you represent it physically in a way that builds tension in a visual medium? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what is the physical threat that builds tension in a visual medium? We still need the Joker to show up and be like, I'm going to destroy your city, Batman. <laughs> you know, we still need we still need that. We still need a robot well, threatening about, to kill a human. Well, how about a conflict between the humans and the Cylons on whether or not they're going to stay on Earth? That's what I was uh, and, also thinking. Because obviously the Cylons, it's habitable for the Cylons. No, I mean, that's not even... Hey, watch the episode, but I, okay. I just think I, I just think this is not giving us enough of a of a threat to be entertaining. I think that people who enjoy this series are, uh, you know, they they enjoy it because they they fell in love with these characters and they're seeing how things played out. I'm going to continue yeah. watching this because hey, there's only a couple episodes left. I'll see how it plays out. Am I enjoying it? No, I'm just kind of seeing it be put down, you know. And I'd really like to see some kick-ass. By the by, the skin of our teeth, suspense, to really go out with a bang, and it doesn't feel like it's going out with a bang. It feels like it's going out with a bunch of revelations that are all fizzles. Wait until you find out who the fifth Cylon is. Which they say the the last part of the, the episode. Yeah, wait until that. Your eyes are going big out of excitement, but 
I could not have been more disappointed. I was like, okay, that character is. Which I wonder if that's pretty, really... pretty throwaway in my book. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I wonder if that is really the last island though, because when I saw it, I was like, really? Like that's what you're giving me? Know. All of this hype? In, in this thing so I, I read, say. they said that they decided who it was towards the end of the third season, and over the break between the third and fourth season, they finalized it. And I just couldn't help but think that maybe more thought it should have been put into that earlier because that fifth Cylon is important through all those flash forward. Remember the Opera House and Lucy Lawless seeing the fifth Cylon and being like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, that's huge stuff. And you expect that person to be a major character. Like an Adama. Like an Adama or an Apollo or a, you know, if I keep noticing names, you'll see that it's not them. You yeah. know what I mean, but you're not gonna spoil that after you just spoil everything. Eh, we gotta give you something to grasp onto. We gotta, okay. we gotta give you some reason to watch this lame duck episode. Wow, I really wasn't. Didn't even talk. How did you feel about how it was shot? By the way, because that was what I had an issue with. I, I didn't like the camera work at all. I thought a lot of shots were pretty terrible, and that's talking for like Bowstar Galactus standards. No, I'm fine. Are those low? Not, not necessarily. I, I just never thought that like the. Never mind. Going. Off of that, uh, why did I like it? Yeah, why'd you uh, like this you, you'd, you'd brought up a good point that, uh, I mean, I, I did very much love, you know, everything else that is Battlestar Galactica, and I was excited to see the show come back after a hiatus, and I've got like, the last ten episodes, and so I just kind of got into it because of that. The whole Starbuck thing I uh, thought was awesome, because mm-hmm. now where do you go with that? Uh, this whole harbinger of, of death thing, I, I can't wait to see where, where that takes us. And, uh, yeah, really just a bunch of story elements. The whole uh, D thing, dying, like you had also brought up, uh, it, was, it was just more of a shock to me because I didn't necessarily see it coming, I guess. You, you're, you're right, the fact they brought her up out of nowhere in the, in the beginning is proof enough that she's probably going to die. But I, I thought it was really random that she died because I never saw uh, evidence that she was the one most devastated by uh, Earth, uh, other than like her talking to... In the raptor uh, when they're flying back. And she's torn up. That's a pretty important scene. For I that. totally forgot about that. Yeah, she. There you go. When they're flying back, like that's pretty. Dev- like she's totally devastated, and then she tries to get back together with Lee, and you're like, well, okay, cool. I guess she's excited about living again. And in the back of my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. and then done. But I wouldn't leave her alone. Uh, so yeah, this I mean, is dark. It, it's really dark. It's a really dark episode, but. It, you know what? It's only got a couple more episodes left. I'm going to watch this thing, and I'm really just hoping that uh, there was this kick-ass end of season. Remember when, when Lee had to go and like blow up some fucking base on like the back of an asteroid or like a moon or something like that? And it was yeah. just like a kick-ass moment. That was a definition of the character, you know what I mean? Uh, that was a definition of him as a leader. That was a definition of all the pressures that he'd gone on about being a pilot. That was a, that was a huge episode. We need stuff like that. To end the episode Where do you get those physical threats Where do you get those things That when your characters are put up against the wall You know Between a hard, rock and a hard place Where do you get those things that, that define them Make them stand up you know, for themselves Want to give the Geekscape some homework uh, What would the homework be What's the physical thing I can have I mean, you guys you know, Write your own scenario write They're your good. Own They were writing a Geekscape movie on the forums Not too long ago yeah, <laughs> uh, that was one of my favorite threads. Was cast the Geekscape movie on the Geekscape forums. That was cool. Everybody's saying like, who who is who are you gonna be? Uh, I don't know, but they they actually there's a newer one where they uh, they've made up a plot. Well, well, uh, our good friend Saint Mort, who's a screenwriter, uh, wrote a plot for a movie in which I have been killed, uh-huh. and by you. Uh, you assume that. And then other people start getting picked off on the forums. Right. 
and uh, who survives and who lives. It's basically just a slasher film starring yeah. me. I think it's you as the killer. Yeah. I think it's unanimous that Brent Moore and Liz live somehow because, like, I guess they're like the most level-headed people in the forums. Something like that. I would think if I'm writing the script, first off, I'm lucky to not be in it after five minutes. Like, cool. Make my death quick and get go me out home. of here. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like collect my check and go home because that is not a movie I want to be in. Um, I don't even want to be in this movie. And uh, I have to be here every week for you people. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like that's your only reason to live. I gotta think. I gotta think. If we're doing a Geekscape movie, all right, and I'll include you in this, Zach could add. Yes. And if the plot was a Saint Mortish plot yes. of, if, if if it was a Saint Mort plot of Gilmore's killing off of one by one, who would live? What roles would we play? What okay, about Ben, what would Ben do? I'm dead. Okay, Ben said he'd survive. But I see Ben as the motherfucker with the hockey mask in, in Halloween 3. Okay? Like, that fucker gets punked out hard. Yeah. Like, like Zach's going to be like... I mean, Zach would be... Zach, I'd like to think that you're like a minor character who works in like a library or something. It's like, who's back there? Behind the stacks. And like, you get you die. Right. You know? And who's you're, back there? Like, 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 I would like to think that Zach isn't like part... Because you're new to Geekscape. You know what I mean? Right. You're still kind of like an outsider. Like, you don't, he's not, you know, he's a mainstay, he's here now. He's clocked more time than I think any other guest. Right, but think about it. He's not, you know, but not Ian. Ian's been here since the beginning. Ian would be like a guy who's like, come on, you guys go ahead. Well, he's like getting blown away and dies. Like, Zach's kind of like the guy who dies because, shit, man, he just has to be the wrong place at the wrong time. No. He's just the janitor cleaning up after the kids who just got killed, and he ends up getting killed too. Zach could be <laughs> one of the guys that helps mod the, the school bus. To make it me proof Yeah And then he dies anyway Right Like like yeah He could be like useful To the plot Right And then he dies Or like yeah. he tells him Like the magic spells Or gives yeah. him tools to fight Like the fat guy with the beard at uh, In uh, 30 days of night Yeah 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who then for some reason Decides to run The fucking thing Into a tree Or like into a into building, building. Which is yeah, like, That made absolutely No sense to me Yeah I was like Dude you're pretty You're doing pretty good With this killing vampires thing Why did you just Run it into a building It made absolutely no sense It's not like he got hurt And was like Oh I lost control Into a building He just, he just oh, kind of yeah. Ran it yeah. into a building I was like <laughs> Putz after, And after that He blows himself up with like, like one other vampire in the building, as all the other ones are standing outside just like, chilling. Yeah, dumb yeah. Fuck. Okay, well, let's not get wrapped up in that because right. that movie is horrible. This movie's good. Gil- Gilmore's powers. I gotta think. You can't just. You can't just be. No, I'm getting. I'm getting up in this for real. Uh, I gotta think. I gotta think that Gilmore. All right. Gilmore's powers. You can't just be a slasher, right? Cause, right. Because you're too much little... of a little bitch, and like mainly, like mainly slashers. Are like big stunt people looking like they're monsters. Like Jason Voorhees, uh, Freddy Krueger's a little tiny though. Yeah, but he's got supernatural powers. So there I'm saying. He needs like you got creep powers. You need like creep powers. You can't just be slashing at people. That's why I think State more storytelling just isn't very developed. All right, like he's got to look at the tool that he's working with, literally, the tool, and be like. Okay, Gilmore ain't got much, but what could he do? He's more like the troll in Troll, or Troll 2. He's more like Nilbog. Or the collection of trolls in... <laughs> Nilbog is Goblin yeah. spelled you're backwards. Like, yeah, he's oh like Nilbog. And, <laughs> and so, so your power, you gotta have like a magic door. Or all or the like, critters. Maybe there's more than one of you, me. No, you don't even think that shit. I'll have nightmares. <laughs> um, I gotta think, like, like yeah, I'm, I'm cool with you guys saying Brent Moore and Liz live. Martin Shearer, he's just gotta live because he's the fucking man. Martin Shearer. I love that guy. He lives... He lives because he's like, I'm in Canada. Fuck all of you guys and I'll die in America. <laughs> United States of America. Um, <laughs> Thundercat. 
Thundercat's the X Factor. All right, let's let's talk about that guy on our forums. He he's a crazy bastard. William Bibiani, who won co-host, shared co, you know, favorite co-host, co-host of the year. year. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 gives it a good fight, but ultimately he dies, and you know he, he, he dies closer to the end, maybe closer to the end. Um, how do I kill people? I still haven't figured this out. Yeah, that's the center. Dude, that's the cornerstone. Dude, of the you movie. can fucking stare at them and they die or something That'd like that. That'd be kind of like, cool, like a Medusa type. We gotta thing. find your niche for sure. I mean, Willard's got his rats and Medusa. shit. And whatever. And like you know. could like talk to vermin and shit like that. Like you got vermin. Like maybe you open up your stomach, like beetles come out or something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll work on that. Or I control vermin like vermin. Yeah, you're like Vermin from Spider-Man, okay? Yeah. So, uh, we got that Big Yanks. <laughs> We're saving Big Yanks for the sequel, all right? Big Yanks, like like Gilmore Goes to New York. They're like Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, <laughs> you could be like, yeah, Gilmore and Fifth Ave or something like that. I don't give a shit how much time is left in this Gilmore episode. I'm talking. space. Let's see. Gilmore's face is later. That's when you actually, like, meet Satori. And he's up there in, like, some, like, freaking satellite, like, shooting lasers and stuff. Because he's into science and stuff, all right? <laughs> He's up there like, I don't know. He's up there like uh, spinning around with some UFO. This is some in shit. No, no, like, no. If this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if this is your first episode, you're pretty much fucked. Or you can join the community and get in on it. All right. Um, so you're there. Um, I'm stuck on Thundercat, man. Because I think that guy's a loose cannon. <laughs> He's crazy. He's the kind of guy who like... Thing is, most of those loose cannon guys who like break through a brick wall are coming in and be like, save yourselves. They're selfless. Which is like not what this guy is. He's very selfish. He's selfish, but successfully so. You know what I mean? I don't think his selfishness usually in these movies it's a morality play. And whoever fuck, has sex or does drugs from or lost, or is selfish. Which he's like uh, Sawyer, Sawyer from Lost. Uh, yeah, in the first two seasons. That's Thundercat right there. So I would like to think that. Um, <laughs> so. So. So, 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 so. I would like to think that. So let me think about this a little bit. Um... I gotta think, man. Maybe he's the weapon used to, to kill you. And, like, you know, he goes out, but, like, in some mysterious way that kills you. And, like, you're like, oh, that guy can come back for a sequel. Like, he uses all the medicine that he's been stealing from everyone else. To... No, that's too much loss. Like, maybe he, like, oh, right. tackles you into, like, a giant, like, meat grinder or something. and But, like, somehow he lives. Like, in the sequel, you're like, oh, my God, they both got eaten by a meat grinder. In the sequel, like, you see him holding on, like, in the flashback. And you're like, oh, he's still alive. The fact that there's a giant meat grinder out there that somebody throws you into... It's hey, very 30 days of night. Well, that's just the shit I want to see, man. I just want to see your ass get eaten by a meat grinder. Alright. It's like 30 days of night. Just a little. But uh, it, it, it's a bad idea to get to the good ones. They gotta send you to hell at the end of it. They gotta send you back from which you came. I'll come back. Until you are from complete hell? again. Yeah. yeah, and like the last shot should be like, Thun, you're back. You know, it should be like the yeah. fucking devil or something. It's like, he's welcoming me back yeah. to hell. And then we're, we've finally gotten back together and we're gonna rain. Yeah. You're gonna make it rain. Me and I can be like in the background getting whipped and shit, like trying to carry rocks up hills and stuff. Because you've gone to hell from the yeah, second that from the first second <laughs> of the movie. The, the movie should actually open on like my face getting ripped off or something like that. I should be like, oh, I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just your muscles and eyes screaming. Yeah, <laughs> or still talking. Like I, I don't even pause to die. Um, wow, yeah. guys. Uh, looks, like the, looks like the Scott Pilgrim movie's coming together. Kieran Culkin and Chris Evans have joined the cast. Kieran Culkin's playing Scott Pilgrim's uh, roommate Wallace. Yeah. Who Wallace I too. I, I'm not the only guy who thought he was an Asian character in the comic. I thought he was Asian. It's I thought he was. Squinty. But, yeah. but Kieran Culkin, I think, will do a good job. Chris Evans, I think, is spot on for the movie star ex boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. Uh, Emily Blunt looks like she's probably going to play Natasha. The Black Widow in Iron Man 2. 
yeah. who I think in the script is um, roughly like Tony Stark's bodyguard or something. Emily Blunt. Like that. Yeah. Emily Blunt. Yeah, I've been hearing. I've been hearing about that as well. That's. It's gonna be interesting. I heard she's kind of like a quasi villain. I mean, they've got a whole yeah. bunch of villains. They're throwing. That's what, what's the Black Widow though. Yeah, so she's that a quasi. It can it can work. I mean, we, we, you know, we've been talking about Mickey Rourke as like, um, as uh, the Crimson Dynamo. Yeah. Uh, and cool. and um, what's his name? Sam, Sam Rockwell as like Stark's competitor. Yeah. Um, Samuel Jackson may not return as Nick Fury though. Thank God. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Because because they're having like a breakdown in negotiations. I guess that's Good. what the rumor is. Why don't you like him? Get him out of my everything. I'm well, Samuel L. Jackson out. The spirit. It's like, there are other bald black men in Hollywood. I saw Jumper recently. Like to work. You saw Jumper? Yeah. Have you seen Jumper? I saw Jumper. Jumper was had its moments. I, it was bad. What part? I didn't enjoy what it. What part of Jumper was a moment? Uh, Just Rachel. Bilson? Bilson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it. Yeah. And the fact's just like, yeah, I'll travel through time for that chick. Or jump everywhere is what I mean. Oh, teleport! That's my how ass Gilmore off. watches movies. Oh, I have a cool time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like people are walking out, but he's like still there, being like, "I have a cool make out with Richard Wilson. <laughs> Travel the time. And I'd shit. love to fly." Why am I this guy with like a trucker hat right now? <laughs> like, his like shirt off. Gilmore, <laughs> Gilmore sits through two hours of pain for that little moment where he like kisses Rachel Wilson and is like, "That'd be so cool." <laughs> That would be so cool. <laughs> and then, like, nothing happens for another 30 minutes. He's like, oh, cool, that guy went through time. <laughs> he, he when, he's, when he's actually teleporting, I don't even understand he the concept of the film. Hey, that's cool. Film. Yeah, that's, there you go. That, that guy just met Billy Elliot, and they both jumped around. <laughs> this movie's cool. Which was funny that that movie was on a little bit later on the same channel on HBO. No, I went, I went with to see that at a press screening with Savas Absabetis. From Wizard. You mean the person that... Uh, he moved to New York. Yeah. I mean, the person who fucking flaked out on us when we could have had the whitest kids you know on. Who now have this movie that I saw in front of my bloody Valentine, yeah, the that, trailer. That movie. Looks hilarious. Yeah, it, Which one? It could be funny. What the fuck trailer was that? I saw the trailer too. What was it? I don't know. I um, saw like a lot of forgettable trailers. I was, I was late to the my The whitest kids you know so. movie actually looks really funny though. What was really? it? Oh, the Playboy oh. Mansion movie? Yeah. That looks fun. I, amalgam oh, I amalgamated yeah. that trailer with the trailer of sneaking into the Playboy Mansion, yeah, yeah. and I'm like... No, that was the sneaking like, into the Playboy Mansion to try and get the guy's ex-girlfriend. Oh, the, you the cheerleading. That, you Ms. combined that with Ms. the one Marsh. that I thought was going to be football a, players become cheerleaders to get girls? Fired up. I was actually kind of disappointed, because yeah. I'm like, good for you, bring it on franchise, you're finally in theaters, but nope. It's just some cheerleader movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I would actually... With Superboy from Heroes Season 2. Yeah. Yeah, that movie. Both those movies. I was like, oh, those movies look pretty good to somebody who's gonna watch them because it and, won't be me. And more Christopher Guest uh, um, stowaways that will do any Anything. movie. Yeah. They're like, hey man, I'll eat that box over there for some money. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> I got all this improv training. Hey man. Um, talk comic books. I uh, managed to read a comic book through our shooting. I read uh, Brian Woods' uh, Northlanders. This is the guy who did demo and DMZ. Uh, it's illustrated by a guy named David Gian Gianfes. Gian Felice. Um, the artwork in Northlanders kicks ass. Pretty awesome. um, this is a, a book about a um, a Norse individual during like the I, I think the book takes place in 980 AD, and um, he grew up in like one of the Norse Isles, right, and uh, w went down to Constantinople. Uh, and fought there, 
right? Right. He's like a, he, he was like a uh, he was on a ship. They kidnapped him. They put him on a ship as a child. He grew up and um, in Constantinople, fighting his way out of slavery. Now he worked for a wealthy woman um, or a wealthy individual. Who, when he died, his daughter took the um, the, the business. It was like a trade business, and they became lovers, right? In the Constantinople. I don't know if you read this far. Um, the book starts, though, when he is returning. He decides to leave Constantinople and, like, uh, like being, like, this big badass who, uh, who has, like, yeah. troops and, and ships and stuff. And he leaves to go back north and claim what is his, which is his father has died and his uncle's taken over the kingdom, which is pretty grim. You know, because it's these gray aisles where nothing really grows and people are barely carving out a living. And now this uncle, evil uncle, kind of like Scar from Lion King, yeah. has kind of like <laughs> has kind of like exploited the people, you know, and put them under an iron fist. That's exactly like Lion King. And he's going to free them, right? Um, it's, pre- it's pretty awesome. It is a lot grimmer than the Lion King and a crap load more violent. That's like the Lion King with people. It's like every fantasy metal fan's like dream, I think, well, to see stuff like this, like just ridiculous. And it's got titties. Yes, it does. Like it's like he has sex with some chicks. I can't um, see that. But the, uh, I'm not going to show that on the internet. But the thi- the, the thing that the, 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 thing that, the thing that's cool about this book is there's not a lot of like sword and uh, shield type books. I think Conan, the uh, the Dark Horse Conan book, has been. Awesome since Kurt Busiek started it. Barack Obama likes it. Have you been reading Didn't Conan? Baker have you been reading? No, no. Have you been reading this Conan on Dark Horse? It, it's it's I'm, now I'm, in the fifties. <laughs> they restarted it with Conan the Sumerian. It's awesome. Uh, if you guys want to read like badass sword and sorcery type stuff, if you if you're still rolling a little twelve sided die <laughs> in your heart, the books to check out are Conan on Dar- uh, that Dark Horse is putting out. And then uh, Vertigo DC is putting out this Northlanders with uh, Brian Wood. I, I picked up this first trade. It's nine ninety nine, which as far as trades go, that. that's really cheap. Is awesome. And uh, there's some badass sword fights in this thing. And not sword fights like Brian and I do in our private time, but sword fights like two men who are badass fucking fighting on the field of battle. It's like the same thing, really. Yeah, the field of battle being just the to- around the toilet seat. Yeah. 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 There you go. Uh, you've read this a couple right. of issues, and um, how would you have I? How would you describe it? Like, why did you dig it? Because I know why I dug it. Because I'm not a man, and I like reading about people who are actually tough. I, I was really drawn to it uh, <laughs> because of Brian Wood's work. Like, I like I like DMZ. I thought that was cool. I didn't get all the way through that, though. I will say. So when I saw the first issue at my store, I was like, oh, I'll pick it up, and I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I like that type of Viking stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was gonna be pretty cool. And I liked. It. I just never never got past like. Issue two, I think. I just there are very few places. Well, I, I like Geekscape. You know what? There are very few places you can admit stuff like I like that Viking stuff. Yeah, I didn't even think. Of it. I just said I like that Viking stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, I picked this up because I was in a bookstore with my parents over Christmas, and uh, they came to visit, and I saw The Road, the Cormac McCarthy book that's being turned into a movie. Right, which it's, got delayed. I believe. The movie got delayed. It's got Viggo Mortensen in it, and uh, I picked the book up. And then this was just nine ninety nine, so I picked it up too because I again I like him from DMZ his writing, and I thought this was awesome and it's paced differently than DMZ. This one's actually paced pretty quickly, but um, I read that book The Road in like 
No Time. That is a quick read. It's a, it's a father and a son. It's like a lone wolf and cub mm -hmm. road to perdition type oh, yeah, story yeah, yeah. in like an apocalyptic world it's where there's crazy. nothing growing. Who writes that? Cormac McCarthy, the guy who did Old Country for No Man. No, old, no, no country, country for, for Old Man. Got it. Thank you, guys. Um, that book's awesome. Huh. And it's, dude, you'll read it in it's a day. It's pretty quick. I read, read it, it actually... Yeah, I was like in an airport last year, and I picked it up, and I liked it. It was a pretty good book. Yeah, it's grim, isn't it? It's like yeah. that last Battlestar Galactica. It's like that they're walking around on that planet, him and his kid. And they have a little he, uh, push card. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, if you guys are looking to read it. See, I read books. A lot of people don't think I read books, books fun. but I do read them. And uh, that was one I recommend to like the sci-fi crowd, because it does take place in a post-apocalyptic world, and it is similar to like Lone Wolf and Cub and Road to Perdition, which were originally graphic novel-type stories. Um... But other than that, I've been kind of delayed on comics because of reading and because of shooting, and I'm going to go pick up some new comics tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to as well. I haven't bought any in a while. So video I games are at a lull right now. Not sure. Going into video games, there's nothing. Well, it's because it's after we're the also, October, November storm. We're, we're still playing games from December. What, what are you thinking, baby? It's been a long hour. I'm just... I know. Uh, Laura's in here asking Gra Brian what microwavable pizza he wants. Brian is weakly pointing to a barbecue chicken, which is fine. And for I'm him doing eating. kind of like you know what you do the canned food drive at Christmas, and you pull all your weird stuff that you'd never eat. <laughs> doing that and making them the back. Brian's like things. falling apart, man. Thanks, thank you. Lord. Still Brian, um, we will give you food. You just can't eat it in front of us. We want you gone. I'm kidding, buddy. You, it's frozen. You, 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 you can eat it. Brian, in when my you, when car. you ultimately get evicted, you can sleep right here. Thanks, guy. For an hour. Before you keep walking south to Mexico. <laughs> um, so, no, uh, there hasn't been a lot of video games out. We're still kind of playing the games from uh, December. Like yeah, You're, you're still playing, playing Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead, Gears of War, Mirror's Edge, Fallout 3. In all honesty, keep going. Um, the, the games I'm excited about coming up soon are... Dude, they're Nintendo. It's Chinatown Wars on the DS. Mm -hmm. And there's three fucking games on the Wii. The Conduit, Conduit yeah. Left 4 Dead, Matt, Overkill... Matt. Left 4 Dead it Overkilled and fucking Mad World yeah. Both those games All three of those games Are published by Sega mm -hmm. um, So I'm looking forward to that And of course There are a couple more uh, Early 09 games That I'm looking forward to Resident uh, Evil Resident Evil 5 um, But I tried playing this demo For Lord of the Rings Conquest yeah, That just came out well. What did you think of this demo? Because what I was excited about it Was the prospect That it was going to be similar to the Well not, not I wasn't into Star Wars Battlefront But remember the two Remember the Lord of the Rings games that they put out on the PS2? Oh, that the were two towers, two towers of the King. Those games were great. I love those games. They're just like fun hack and slash games. They yeah, was like it was like Golden Axe. You yeah. know what I mean? But there was a bit of RPG in it that you could level up your characters, right. and uh, and it was fun. I thought this would be similar, uh, and I, I only played the demo, but I like that there's class systems similar to Battlefront. But it left just playing the demo. It left me wanting like. A little more fluidity to it You know what I mean? Yeah, well there's definitely some clunkiness to it I'll say I had some issues with combat mm -hmm. But yeah, overall it was just kind of like an okay Like experience I guess you'd say on the on I played the multiplayer stuff for a little bit Right, I don't uh, You have to be part of like the EA thing to, to yeah, be yeah, a yeah, multiplayer? Yeah, you have, to, you have to get like an EA How's multiplayer work? Uh, well, it's it's uh, teams of eight, mm -hmm. and uh, as you kill more, you get more points and everything. You can play actual characters within the universe. Mm -hmm. So you you could like get on uh, wargs, I think they're called. Yeah, that'd be and, cool. Which is pretty cool stuff like that, and then you'll end up being like Balrog and, and stuff like that, which is 
it's pretty cool like that, but you have to get a lot of kills, and sometimes you can die pretty quickly, so it has, like, those Battlefront-type aspects. It was it was okay, but um, really wasn't that impressed with it, because I, I did like those other games like you were talking they about. They were a lot of fun, and um, in a way, I feel like this game went too far in the Battlefront dire direction to where it does slow you down. Like, yes, you die, and you have to go back... And um, or it changes your perspective too much, so you have to reorient yourself in order mm -hmm. to keep the game f moving fluidly. Right. You know what I mean? I would have liked a little more fluidity in this game. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, it's not a bad game. It's probably like it's probably like a bargain bin later on type right. of game. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that you always mark those games like. Uh, John Woo's Stranglehold mm. And you're like Oh yeah that, That'll be good For Bargain Bin later But when you actually Get to later There's all these New games That you're more excited right. about So those games Never get played You know what I mean Like oh, I never played Through Stranglehold Because I, I was like beat it Yeah stop playing it I was like I'm gonna beat that game You know I'm gonna get that game Once it's on You know Bargain Bins Which it is now But I'm too busy With Left 4 Dead And these new games Coming out And finally beat Prince of Persia I was going through it I wanted to get All the Light Seeds Oh yeah, you didn't like that game. That shit was punishing. But you know what? Looking back on my Prince of Persia experience, I feel like the the game needed a lot more combat in it. It needed a lot more than just like, you know, a collectathon, which right. is ultimately what it turns into once you've killed everything and uh you can beat that game really quick if you're just killing things because there's nothing in the game. You kill the bosses, you free the world, the end. But I, I decided to, once I'd freed the world, do this whole collect-a-thon, going and grabbing all the damn light seeds, and that shit took forever. Um, not bad. You know, it got me 50 achievement points. There so you go. It's all about the gamer score. 30. Yeah, it's all about that. So take that, Jake108. <laughs> I got a couple achievements you do not. He's back, Jake108, back, back in a back. big way. He's back. Yeah, I saw the... Like, I, I, I know, <laughs> because on Friday, we on every Friday, we have a Jake article. <clears throat> The teabag prevention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we have those. And um, for a little while, um, I like I felt, you know, I I edit something on the Geekscape site every morning uh, or every midnight when I wake right. up, right. can't sleep, um, nightmares. Because I'm hungry. He sees people's faces <laughs> in the water. <laughs> Close my eyes and I see children on the water. He closes his eyes. That's what he sees, man. It's just my childhood. At Comic Con, he like grab at me. I'm like, get the fuck, man! I'm trying to sleep. He's like, please. Wait, I'm uh, like, please, Prince of Tides. <laughs> Rock me back and forth to sleep. And I was like, what the hell? It's just like, this is what it's like to know me. But, um, I, uh, yeah, no, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. And, uh, Jake went away to his back. He's back? His articles rock. For a little while, I noticed, like, a slight lull in that he was just kind of, like, you know, going through the motions a You're accusing Mile Rider of faxing shit in? Two or, two, or two, two or three times, he's just like, dude, it, he, even he's had two times. But I, 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 I uh, texted him. This last Friday for this last teabag prevention, I'm like, dude, this is the best article you've written in like a month. And he's like, like, Gears of War two now. Like, he's he's like, it. yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm back. I felt like I felt I felt crap for a little while, but I'm back in a big way. And it's like, you know did what? He talk like yes, that? you are. He actually did. Talk I don't want like him working for me if he talks like that. He'll end up raping my girlfriend. Talking like that through text. <laughs> I don't want to talk like that. Pretty epic. Well, well, I I was thinking I was like, man, he's writing all these Gears of War articles. Are people still playing Gears of War? But it looks like they're gonna have a new. They have new achievements that are coming out based mm -hmm. on new multiplayer maps, mm -hmm. and not just this new multiplayer map that they just put out, the combustible backpack. Oh, they have a I think there's a one? new one that's really? gonna come out. Huh. That's what was leaked. Today. That's cool. Huh. So, but his articles fucking rule. Yeah, man. If you guys are having trouble like me playing online and keeping up with other people, 
You gotta, uh, what, what do we have here? I think I'm gonna eat this pizza. So let, let me We're see. Laura, Laura, what did you bring in for you, Gilmore? Laura. Gilmore, come here. Come here. Thank you. What is that? What is that? Fuck yeah, I'm hungry, bitch. I'm hungry. I'm gonna eat that right now. Oh. Is finishing Gilmore, out? if I ate this right now, it would almost be fucked up. Rob, Rob. I, was, I would kind of break my heart a little bit. <laughs> I would eat it. All right, Gilmore, you're going to eat that pizza. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, guys, geekscape.net is where we uh, hang our hats. That is our geek website where we have community oh. forums. Delicious. Oh. Articles. You're, you're doing this? Mm. He just had an orgasm. Can't, you can't I wait think, for me to get through the plugs for 10 seconds? No, please. You've waited two days to eat. Why don't you just wait another two minutes? Fuck, you're, I hope you're burning the shit out of the roof of your mouth. Are you? No, it's fine. Fuck. Um, so, guys. <laughs> is that Guatemalan? Right? We have a MySpace yeah, page, myspace.com slash GeekscapeNet. If you go on Facebook and you search for Geekscape, you will find us. Uh, we have a, a, like a fan club, a group. We got all that uh, on Facebook. Can I be on the fan club? Yeah, yeah, just click it and join. Um, we have a hotline. Which I can't remember the word, the, the the number whatsoever, ever. So it's at the bottom of the screen right now. That is the Geekscape hotline. If you guys call up, leave a message. I can play it on the show. Um, and this is my buddy Zach Haddad. You can read his writings. Uh, do you write frequently for them? I haven't I haven't written anything recently, but I know I'm probably going to be doing some reviews okay. soon. Filmthread.com is where you can read some of his reviews. Uh, until we're able to pay him And he can come over to us and, Find me under and, a bridge and, and you'll, By that time Gilmore will be dead And he will be our <laughs> brand new features editor Gilmore will have eaten his leg uh, And bled out um, So guys uh, with It's been a grim storytelling episode of Geek Oh no I had fun You know I think it's fun But we've reviewed grim <laughs> subjects And we've talked about the Geekscape movie Which is grim You get eaten by a meat grinder from hell <laughs> and uh, Gilmore, I'm yeah. sorry to see you going through tough times, man. That's but right. karma's a bitch. Uh, Karma's a bitch. And um, this is just the universe's way of saying shut the fuck up during the episodes. Alright? Or we'll put you down like a dog. <laughs> so that's what that is. Um, Done. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we got Whistlepig coming out. Whistlepig, remember Chris Papalios from Punchline? Yeah. He's putting out like a Shel Silverstein style book called Whistlepig of like poems and shit like that. I feel like I've heard of that. And uh, he and his buddy Tony Hartman are putting this book out. So we're going to talk to them over the phone next week and all that. The book comes out February 2nd. And then I'm going to Austin in mid February to uh, hang out with uh, Brent Moore and Liz, who have survived yeah, the Geekscape movie. We will be there Valentine's weekend to hang out with them. And Liz thinks I'm sexy. So Oh, uh, so who, who knows who might develop? getting blown. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be me, but someone might be on Valentine's. It won't, yeah, I didn't I assume it was you. It won't be me. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy. Why don't you eat in front of the camera? Yeah, do it. Why? Because it's the worst idea I possibly had in the last five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it was really, okay, really Okay, don't, don't eat in front of the who camera. Who wants to see that?